from Florida's capital city. This is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Jeff Cameron Show, Balls McWednesday. Hope you're well. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening on 93.3. And if you are watching, no doubt you are on War Chant TV. Like and subscribe. Share. Please. It does the world good. On Twitter, it's at Jay Cameron Show. So, Jaden Gibson decommitted from Florida today. That's good news. Because screw them. And... Michael Langston has been updating you on that right here on Warchant.com. If you go to the website, you can read the story. FSU is involved, as one would hope they are, to bring in a player of Jaden Gibson's caliber. Uh, it appears the reason for the decommit is that uh, Coach Napier says, eh, eh, Jaden Gibson, what? And so it is that uh, that kind of dissing, didn't go well for Jaden. He said, oh, oh, that's how it is. Well, maybe Florida State wants me. Well, maybe we do, Jaden, all six, five of you. Come on down. Let's go. Or in the case of uh, Gainesville, come on up. And in the case of Winter Garden, Florida, come on over and up. That's right. That's, Yay! That's, it's an over and up or an up and over? You it's know? an up and over. I think the up well, and over is the faster it's way. It's a little... Or it could be a little hypotenuse. A little, a little diagonal. If you uh, want to drop some money on the uh, on the turnpike, then yeah, that is. So, uh, all right then, all right then is all right. My man had a lot of offers to big time schools, including Auburn, Arkansas, obviously Florida, and uh, now Florida State, where we say, you know, we could use the help. We could use the help. Miami wanted them a while back. In fact. On my birthday, he had an official visit. Maybe it was meant to be that while he was visiting Miami, he had a pull, a sense he could not understand from the universe, telling him, it's all wrong for us, baby. I think I need to be in Tallahassee. I don't know why, but today feels like a special day in the world. And it was, Jaden. It was my birthday that you visited the Canes and it was all wrong for you. Hashtag analysis. You couldn't have known it, but you needed to be here. Welcome home where you've always wanted to be in Tallahassee. It took a lot of forces to help guide you here, including indifference from the new Florida head football coach. But that's okay. That's okay. It doesn't matter the reason. Just that you arrive here ultimately. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Yeah. Billy Gonzalez was your guy. But Billy Gonzalez is no more. Not in the earth or on the earth, but just not with that staff anymore. Billy's not dead. But he's dead to you. Oh, yeah. Come on That's down. Right. Let's go. The gone and Gonzalez. That's it. <laughs> it's not like you were ever going to go and meet up with Carrie Dixon at Georgia Tech. Who would want to do such a thing? No, sir. So, Florida State it is. 
That's good news for the Knowles. It's a lock. I'm going to go ahead and operate as if he's already arrived and set to go. Of course, that's not true. I made that up. But it could be. could happen. It is a possibility. (laughs) Of course, that's (laughs) not true. But it could be. It could be. It could very well be. Now, that's how you cover recruiting That's what you do right there. Come on, Ron Dugans. All complaints, Michael at Warchant.com. Michael at Warchant.com. Good job, Michael. I'm glad that you featured him to us eons ago. That was what you do. I don't know that that's accurate. Oh, 100% accurate. Michael was on top of this before anybody knew the kid's name. That's how Michael operates. We got him. And I owe, if you read what Michael said, you knew that was always going to be the case. Oh, Jeff Cameron on Gibson, colon, we got him. We got him. Three, two, one. Here comes Locked the thread. Locked in. Here comes the thread. Locked in. Six, five, two, hundred. Here we go. Let's go, Jaden. Good to have you on board. It was funnier. Let's when we, go, no. <laughs> it was funnier when these guys were teammates that you're creating headaches for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then they would have to do the research. They'd be like, Jesus, did does Jeff know something? Because every now and then I'd get this kernel. Right. Or yeah, I'd be like, well, yeah. maybe he does. Maybe he does. I mean, I did predict and accurately project naughty to the Knowles. Let's just hope that yeah. uh, I have another such success story today. Back out of those threads, folks. Don't hit post. Just, just leave it. Jeff Cameron, quote, we got him. Post it. Five-star it. Move it to the front of all the posts. Oh, yeah, you could pin it. Yeah, pin it, pin it. I don't know if they gave you those uh, permissions, but you can. Pin it. It could be. Do you want me to type it in? Got him. Jaden to the nose. Wait a minute, wait a minute. (laughs) That would be even bigger breaking news. You would go to a message board and create a a post? (laughs) Come on. What are we talking about? That would be even bigger breaking news. Oh, man. What a banner day on the Jeff Cameron Show. I get Jaden Gibson as well as the Johnson brothers. All right. Locking it in. I see a comment there on uh, the chat talking about how he's not officially in the transfer portal yet. Yeah, but it it takes a little bit of time to process that stuff. But Paperwork, guys. It's just paperwork. If you have a hashtag, respect my decision, or you go on Twitter or some facsimile of all that, yeah, it's going to happen. It's all ball bearings these days, guys. It's over. My man's already in the portal. He's on campus. He's here. He's here. It's done. Wait, what? He's enjoying the the, the honey baked ham and the... (laughs) It's the honey fried chicken. (laughs) And no... You're not confirming that he's on campus. He's here what are you, right now. What are you doing? Eating the honey fried chicken, celebrating his knollness with fellow knolls who are excited to have him. That is not true. Uh, I think so. I think it is. That's a feeling I have. Can't confirm it, but I think it's true. Therefore, it is. Don't you know that's how the world works now? I think this is accurate, so I'm going to go with Sir, it. Sir, this is the one to three slot. Yeah. <laughs> You need actual proof. You want facts. I'm here to lay him bare. He's ours. Forget about it. Pin it. Pin it on the board. I got him. I put a call in. Michael did his due diligence. We came up with a game plan, and we got him. I'm looking at the computer screen. It tells me it's Wednesday, not Friday. <laughs> Maverick Helmets writes, I have a $50 Honey Bake Ham gift certificate with his name on it. Yes. Yes. NIL. Uh, that's right. Uh, Bob Fiore, that's, that's, that's easy. I want to real quickly say to Bob, who had open heart surgery, what today? I think, or something like that, or maybe maybe I'm making that up too. But no, he did. He did that. Now that part I'm not making up. When did you have it, Bob? Um, he's listening to the show, helping him get through a very difficult time. And I mean this in all seriousness. Uh, Bob did have open heart surgery, and I'm wishing him well. 
He also Damn, noted, he also noted earlier in the show that he too is going to bet every single game because he's a man. He didn't say that, but I'm saying it for him. Um, so that's, better, Bob. Yeah, there it is. Listening from Mercy General Hospital in uh, Sacto oh after open God. heart surgery. Thank you for providing some distraction from this difficult time. I hope it'll, uh, listen, Bob. In all seriousness, go Knowles, and I hope you're well and uh, you're, you're welcome. I, the distraction is easy. That's uh, my man. Is you want you want to talk about dedicated to a show and to his Knowles? He's locked in. Right. Imagine We're how much pissing off a nurse right now. Well, imagine how much better he feels that I got Jaden Gibson on campus today. What news for Bob to get on a day in which he goes through heart surgery? He wakes up thinking that Jaden Gibson is a Gator, and then he tunes into the Jeff Cameron show and finds out not only is Gibson in the portal, but he's already signed with the Knowles, and he's on campus celebrating with his fellow Knowles, according to the Jeff Cameron show. And now it's a pin thread. Easy with that butterfly needle, lady. Come on. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, that is that is good news indeed. The day started, well, actually, yesterday started with all the good news, which was that... Um, Max Johnson said, I'm out. Can't do it. You and your fake Southern accent is all I need to see, Coach Kelly. Out of here. He's for two things, execution and uh, fake accents. Dude, he didn't land either of those. You did see the clip that Corey referenced yesterday, haven't you, where the guy does the saving calling Kelly to welcome him to the SEC? No. During the break, sir. It is fantastic. It's so good. The guy's saving is spot on. What he does for Coach Kelly pretending to be Southern is even better. It is so good. So we'll watch it in a moment, and you'll <laughs> It is perfect. But so Max, you know, he opts out, as one should, as I suggested probably week three of the season. You know, we got a couple things right this year, preseason guessing. Not in terms of like, okay, look, I, I, you know, I've, my bet is still in play, so I can't say that I'm out of it just yet with my plus 800 on Georgia. A little hiccup along the way, a little hiccup, as in getting blown the hell out in the SEC championship game, but it's not enough to derail the dream of Georgia plus 800. Also before the season, did indeed have Utah to win the Pac-12. Got that? That bet came on home. That was Cover City at plus 600. Beautiful thing. Not just the division, but the conference. That's nice. Pounded Oregon. Embarrassed Cristobal. Embarrassed. Humiliated him. As one does if they're reasonably coached. Now. Bend over. Yeah. All of that happened. And uh, that was all good. Now, we missed some things, too. Not going to lie about that. Uh, But, uh, you know, I said to you at the beginning of the year, and I'll grant it, grant you it took an unfortunate quarterback injury to make it so, maybe. But I am not a Gus... Malzahn guy, and I thought it was a terrible hire, and UCF is a mess. And then we also predicted, rightfully so, that um, the LSU train was about to come off the tracks with all of the off-the-field problems and the things swirling around Ed O and alleged behavior and ignoring of certain heinous things that this would not work out. And it did not work out. He, he lost control of a program, and they fired him during the season, and they promptly went out and beat Florida. Now, that said, uh, that prediction was easy to come by, and that's why early on I started lobbying the football gods to relay a message to Max Johnson. Now, at the time, I didn't think that I could get to his brother, Jake Johnson. Little did I know that I underestimated my own powers, but I did get to Max. Is anybody keeping up and keeping notes on this segment? Of all the good things that have happened <laughs> on the Jeff lot. Cameron show? Yeah. There's a lot that's happened in the last 15 minutes. It's all over the map, but it's, I mean, it's pretty much all good. 
It's reason to celebrate. Don't know if we can get that bus to park, settle in, unpack, get uh, organized, if you will. Organized. That's correct. Don't know if we can do all that. I have uh, maybe maximized my influence over the football gods the best way that I possibly can. Did you see, and it affects Florida State, so it's worth mentioning, that uh, (laughs) 0-7 Texas Southern boat raced the University of Florida in basketball last night in Gainesville? Was that two nights ago? Yeah, it was already. Oh, was that two nights ago? We would have talked about it yesterday. but Well, uh, Seminole Headlines. uh, Oh, I did bring it up yesterday. Yeah, but we haven't talked about it. You're right. It's not just that they lost. It's a kick to our cojones. Because I went and looked at this. That's the biggest upset in Division One so far this year. So they blow Florida out by 15 in Gainesville, 69-54. They were winless prior. It's the first ever win by a SWAC team over a ranked SEC school after 51 previous attempts. It's never been done. That's rather remarkable. And they did it by shooting 54% from the field and 45% from beyond the arc. They also out-rebounded Florida 46-23. to Dude, Florida out-rebounded us handsomely. Yes, they did. No, it's not good. That's not a good sign for us. And the reason it isn't is because Florida, by losing that game, well, indirectly, it drags down our net ranking. Florida dropped from 22nd to 57th as a result of that loss. That drops us from 77th, which was already problematic, to 82nd. Now, the good news is, Purdue being number one, Means we get points for going there That's and losing. Right. Yeah, we bomb winning Boilermakers. <laughs> yeah. so you keep going. Well, and I think they will. They're number one in both polls, and so our loss boosts our net rankings. If you're into that sort of thing, and if they continue to win, and I think they will, uh, we reap the benefit. Maybe it offsets that devastating Florida loss. Uh, did you also notice, or have you noticed, Virginia is terrible? Have you been paying attention to that? I just uh, yes. glanced at it the other day. I follow David Teal, and so he usually keeps me up to date on these things. So they lost their season opener at home to Navy. They barely beat uh, Pitt last Friday, and they lost for the first time in program history last night to uh, to or the night before to James Madison. First time in program history. A lot of firsts out there in the world of college basketball in the last 48 hours. That's Well, we talked about this, though, because of super seniors. Mm-hmm. And co- you're going to have the you're BYU have effect. really weird you stuff. you got 23, 24-year-old kids who played together for four years, and they're going to be mid-major upsets. I think that's going to parlay into some weirdness in the tournament this I think year it's going to well. be hard to figure out the field. You're going to have oh, some. It's a whole lot yeah, of soupy stuff. Just a bunch of like, uh, I don't know. Is anybody any good after you get past these six teams? I mean, I think that's kind of the conversation that projects forward. Uh, did some checking. Sadar Calhoun, who we thought it would be nice to have him back and maybe he could have developed. Well, maybe not. Uh, he took it on down the road to Lubbock. He's averaging four points a game. He was 5 of 19 so far, is 5 of 19 on the season, shooting a whopping 26%. Uh, he's 4 of 16 from beyond the arc. He has two did not play so far early in the season. Mm. Obiagu. Still at Seton Hall. Yeah. Is he actually playing now? So Seton Hall's good, by the way, but not because of him. Uh, Obiagu on the year is averaging two points a game. I got to ask you, tell me you don't find that absolutely stunning. I mean, I do. I, I 
I get it. He was a defensive stopper, a dominant defensive stopper of that. A quick two-jump guy with uh, a lot of length and a lot of strength. I would have thought by now that guy would have developed some form of an offensive game. He's got nothing. Yeah, typically handlers are already kind of criminal types. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a real criminal, like bona fide. You ruined a young man's career because you needed fifty grand or whatever it was to go to Seton Hall. Whatever the agreement was to get you to take him away from here. It's crazy. Because of a lack of playing time, which he didn't get anyway when he went to Seton Hall. No. He would I mean, in on this year's team, previous two years. He'd be teams, huge. He'd be everything huge that, that for would us. do for us defensively. Well, and what he would have been is in the sweet sixteen each yes. of the last three years. And on the radars of NBA scouts. It's crazy. You failed. You failed, whoever the hell you are. For chump change. Yes. For chump change. It drives me nuts. And you know the way that we developed Big Ben. He would have had some semblance of an offensive game. Oh, he would have given us eight and six with two blocks a game. Well, the block shots he's still doing when he does play, his percentage of block shots per minute's played is still exceptional. He always had that. But all you had to do was develop a bit of an offensive game to be a force. And he's he's averaging two points you know, a game. You could use that player on this team in the worst immensely. Way. It, it angers me. Uh, and finally, an update: Nathaniel Jack, who we thought at some point could be a shooter here, and every now and then gave you a glimpse of hope. Uh, he went to Cleveland State to play with Dennis Gates, which I understood why Gates took him, and that you know an opportunity. Uh, he's averaging one point five points per game. It's weird. I thought he'd be better than that. It's early. It's all right. We're going to roll up to South Carolina. Mm. Go get us a victory. Every we're game. We're going to celebrate the, on Monday. The, the, only, the problem with this year's team and the wild inconsist, inconsistencies is that you're capable of losing every game you play. Like There were games the last five years that you're like, well, okay, pretty much unless somebody shoots 85% from the field, they're not knocking us off today because this matchup is all wrong for them. Uh, not that way anymore. Every oh. game you're going to go, don't know. They're all exciting. <laughs> They're all, <laughs> that's a good way to describe it. This is going to be a great one. But, Tom, we're playing Chattanooga. Should be a great game, Jeff. Could be a buzzer beater. Yeah, I know. It goes both ways, though. You're capable, while playing well, if you're just knocking down shots, to be in it against the better teams, too. It's just we've got a long ways to go, and we're not used to that around these parts. I never thought I'd say that. There were some whispers in, in camp that maybe they were circling the wagons a little bit when it comes to you know preseason and just making sure everything was in line and, and practices went well and smoothly with the coaching staff. And my thought was, well, it's just maybe because you got so many new pieces. You can't put Florida State on film from last year and know what this team's going to look like. Maybe it's because they were worried. Maybe they're all right. We got to get it together. Circling the wagons? How so? What do you mean they were circling the wagons? Uh, I just mean whispers from friends of ours who might have yeah, checked in yeah, on yeah. practice every once in a while. Sure. They were told, "Hey, easy. Uh, they're they're kind of work clo- in progress." They're, yeah, I think that Leonard wanted more time in order to work things out with them, and then mm. we still need more. We still well, need more. well, you know, the season started. <laughs> we're playing games that count oh, now. Yeah. We don't have time. We're going to need you to figure this out. Yeah, you got two more weeks. Got two more weeks. If you win some games, yes, mm. along the way. Yeah, Jeff Cameron Show ninety three three Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV.
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply the jeff cameron show is a production of the warchant.com multimedia network check out warchant.com today for the latest news inside florida state athletics that's warchant.com now back to jeff on real talk going to follow up on Vincent Tyre and the athletic director's position um, in, in terms of what we can assume will take place. Uh, I, as of yesterday, it did, it did seem likely we would get an announcement this week. Was that the vibe that you got as well? I know our own Irish Chappelle uh, intimated that that was a distinct possibility as well. I, I'm <laughs> frankly ready for this to happen. Ready for this to happen sooner rather than later. The kind of direction necessary right now um, for this program um, is in dire need of getting started. Yeah, you know, what I saw yesterday is you guys were doing headlines. Um, Louisville had some sort of board of trustees meeting on Monday. Then they had another one yesterday, two different bodies. But either one could have cut him loose, as I understand it, you know, because there needs to be a release from his contract. And it didn't happen at either of the meetings. So I don't know if that's the final holdup here, um, if there are other candidates or other considerations that are being made. Uh, you know, as, as I expect it in the next week, you were told this last week, mm-hmm. you know, probably by the middle of December is a pretty good ballpark of when this needs to be done. So I would think that, yeah, any day now, any moment now. Yeah, I, but I, you know how contract stuff goes. You just experienced it this past year that there's a lot of wait, and then the hurry up is crazy, and you go, oh, my God, it's done. So I would expect that's going to be the way it closes, probably. Yeah, I, I would. I know that they wanted a little time to breathe and to properly celebrate and uh, put on a pedestal and hold on high and 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 do all that was necessary to uh, properly highlight our soccer team for winning the national championship. And you don't want that convoluted with an announcement as big as this. You want them to have their time. So I figured, oh, it'd be maybe I, I, my guess was it would take 48 hours from that point. But then also, you know, you want to, if you're going to announce it, you got to announce it by tomorrow. You don't want a Friday You don't want a Friday news the, dump. Yeah, right. So if, if you're going to announce it, it needs to be tonight or tomorrow morning, probably at the latest. And if not, then you got to hold it until Monday, probably. Unless you want to do a quick announcement graphic and say that the you know the presser would be on Monday morning or something along those lines, but we'll see. Just don't make it next. I mean, they can't do it next Wednesday either. The, the sweet spot we we derive the sweet spot given that early signing day is a week from today. 
You got today, tomorrow, and Monday, maybe Tuesday, but that's kind of pushing it. We're allowed to talk about what we're going to be doing, uh, those of us that work for Warchant.com, for that day. We are, yes. I'm excited about that day as a broadcaster. I'm excited about it uh, in terms of what we do, what we're able to provide, and also what that day could mean for the program. But we'll all day long have coverage from 7 a.m. It will take you all the way up to when we go on the air, of course, at 1 o'clock, and we'll have an opportunity uh, to engage in that process and kind of celebrate those moments as they happen and update everybody live here on the Jeff Cameron Show. We'll have our expert guests on as well, um, you know, documenting the the wins and losses of the day, hopefully mostly wins, obviously, and then what's still to come uh, and kind of segue into that uh, throughout the show on that Wednesday, so one week from today. Yeah, exactly. It's, it starts at uh, 8 a.m. Um, we got a good sponsor this year. It's uh, ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, and uh, we'll be telling you about that as, as we get closer to the day. Uh, but it's eight hours, and for you folks that are watching right now on Warchant TV, it's great because that link that you start with at 8 o'clock in the morning is going to be the one that has us. Mm-hmm. You don't need to leave a show to join a show. It's going to be in one place. So it'll be uh, Aslan and uh, Michael will begin the day. I might jump in here or there to help out. Uh, but Matthew and I, Director Matthew and I, will be behind the scenes uh, coordinating and doing things of that nature. And then at 1 o'clock, we start the show, or one o five rather, we start the show as usual, and um, it'll be in the same window. So once you get up, uh, you can leave that window up the whole day, come in, check on it. You've got, obviously, the DVR function, so it's going to be a, a really jam-packed day. You know how these things typically glow, uh, go. Around that 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock or 10.30 in the morning period of time is when the witching hour really is i mean it goes crazy that's when the lois are faxed Man, in that's when kids make their announcements at their morning ceremonies at their high schools has all that there stuff. been a more i mean you got to go back to the 90s i mean a more highly anticipated uh well maybe jimbo maybe jimbo and a couple of those classes where we were going to finish number one but I, this is huge because you're talking about what we're banking on for the future the desperation that we feel to get to that place again and then what's at stake because there are some huge names that have either verbaled or are considered to be in contention uh, or, or a possibility, a distinct possibility, including some legacies. So. Yeah, and provided that these streams for these commitment ceremonies, and, and we know how these go if you follow recruiting at all, the, they'll likely put the star player last so that more players can get more exposure for the choices that they're making, which are probably not Florida State or, or on that level. <laughs> and then the coach likes to go on a spiel for 20 minutes. Yeah. So what's going to happen is behind the scenes, Matthew and I will be watching those. And in the moment, as long as it's a publicly consumable feed, like Instagram Live or Facebook Live or whatever, then we're going to have those commitment ceremonies live on the feed. So you can watch it as they're happening. So we're, it's real-time reaction, real-time analysis. We're going to update you on the recruiting board, everything. Those last-second calls, I'm sure Michael will have to step away a couple of times to take phone calls he better. if there's some late developments. Well, if he doesn't, that means there's a lot of good news. No, I mean, I mean, in the form of, oh my God, we're getting him too. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah that's the kind Marvin of call. Marvin Jones. Huh? Well, listen, that wouldn't be a shock. That wouldn't be a shock. You could get Marvin Jones Jr. Now that the NIL is is yeah. settled up, man, you could get him. I feel like this is one of those cases where, when you said in the first hour, if Alabama or Georgia really want somebody, it's and, hard and to get him. It's the former get him. in this case, you know. He doesn't seem to be motivated by legacy as much. Mom seems to be much more involved in this recruitment than than Dad does. And if she's not leaning heavily towards Florida State, she must be a poor parent. Well, that would be your opinion on yes, the matter. Yes, just my opinion. What what I would say, objectively speaking, rather than your opinion I on the matter. I feel like mine is born she out of tweeted pure out, objectivity. She tweeted out in anger at Oklahoma 
that they were lied to with Lincoln Riley, but then he's on a plane. He's on a plane to go see USC, so I guess he couldn't have been all that mad. You don't want to go that far away. Oh my goodness gracious! You're out there. It's it's wild. But this is an absolutely critical class. So if you're used to getting us uh, this show or the other shows on War Chant TV on Facebook Live, YouTube, Twitter Live, wherever. They're going to be there, and we're going to be there all day. That that sucker is going to go for at least seven hours. And listen, if Mike Norvell takes to the day, is at three fifteen? We'll hang around for hang fifteen around. more minutes and, and take you to Mike Norvell's presser. So yeah. it, it's going to be a jam packed day. A little bit lesser, but I think uh, certainly compelling story is uh, Tom. Every year, you and I document it, and why wouldn't we? Army Navy this weekend. Army Navy this weekend, and what is it we always do before we talk about Army Navy? Besides, say let's go Army, is let's take a look at those there uniforms. We'll have to do it next because... I have not seen them. Oh, they've been unveiled. They hardly ever whiff. I don't know that they... Maybe once in the last 10 years, we've looked at one team and said, oh, no. Um, they. I thought 2020 was a little shaky, uh, frankly. Uh, but I did like, going back to 2018, you had those black and red alternates for the Army. Oh, yes, those were. That's what you do there. Like Navy's got so much more to, to play with in terms of you've got the Marines, you've got the Air Force that you really can yeah. rob fun, oh, from. Oh, well, I, I like both this year. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. talk about it. they had the Blue second. Angels won a few years back, which was cool. Well, I've got, I'll tell you who they're honoring this time around. The Navy is, anyhow. Um it's it's pretty cool, but I I we'll talk about it. It's always exciting to me. Jeff Cameron Show ninety three three Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. The Jeff Cameron Show brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness, two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at OrangeTheoryFitness dot com. You take a look at the Army uniforms as they will don this weekend in the annual Army-Navy games and the Navy uniforms, obviously. you gotta got a look, a judgment, a feel. So I've not looked at them, but Director Matthew has pulled them up, and he has them at the ready. So we want to go to Army first because there's going to be a visual aid on the uh, War Chant TV feed. Yeah, well, this year, let's, let's start with, actually, let's start with the Navy, and I'll give you a little tutorial, Tom. All right, so we're starting with Navy. Yeah, I don't have the stream yard. Let me look at the stream yard. We got to post it. Did we post them up here to the stream yard? Uh, <clears throat> there's Navy's uniform. Huh. Fairly okay. all American, as one might expect. Uh, they choose to honor the FA 18 Super Hornet. Mm-hmm. The seafaring branch is paying homage to Top Gun before its springtime sequel release. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Solid dark blue. There's, you know, that it it, it does pop with patriotism. Surely. Yeah, it looks yeah. like the New England Patriots makeover when they went from navy to a little bit more mm-hmm. of a uh, real blue color, a, a more colorful, lighter blue. I think if you look on their the the heads in their hands, um, yeah, that helmet looks amazing. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, the helmets feature gold wings earned by Navy pilots, flight officers, and aircrew. Oh, nice. Super Hornet painted on the side. The gloves read Fly Navy. You can't see that there, but okay. I, I'm looking at a, a, a whole rendering of all of them. I don't know that I would have included we're paying tribute to Top Gun. Well, Right. Well, I don't think they're saying that, but that, that is why oh. they did it. Oh, okay. Uh, and they carry the unit patch for the Strike Fighter wing. That is, by the way, I had to look this up, didn't know it, U.S. Atlantic Fleet out of Oceana, Virginia. 
It's on their chest. Yeah, it's growing on me. You know, I'm just so used to seeing gold and, uh, you know, navy and gold, but this just completely ditches that and goes to red. Usually army is the one that's allowed to go to red more than navy. All but right. that's going to look – I think that's fine. That helmet is really cool. All right, let's make the transformation now to army, and I'll give you I'll give you the lowdown behind army's uniform. I'm calmer than you are, Maverick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where, let's see. What do we got? What do we got? The tab stick is second. There we go. Okay, so there's Army. All right. Now, I see a flag. I like this Army uniform uh, more than I do the Navy, and I am inclined to say that anyhow. But the Black Knights are Ooh. paying tribute to what has been, uh, obviously, a, a, a rough year for service members and veterans, uh, marking not only the end of the uh, forever war in Afghanistan, but the 20-year anniversary of 9-11. West Point took those events into consideration when crafting the downright uh, masterpiece of a uniform, some say. It's not as in your face, the ensemble like Navy's is, but uh, the symbolism is much heavier. Each jersey, Tom, carries an army patch and a mirror patch emblazoned with the words uh, De Oppresso Liber, which is Latin for to free the oppressed. It is the motto for Army Special Forces, mm. so you know. The jersey also carry the color devices, um, sticking with the uh, utilities trend. Worn by members of the Special Forces, showcasing crossed arrows and the letters U and S. United We Stand replaces the word Army, found on the back of the regular season uniforms. I I love this jersey. I do. I think this is is fantastic. The Um, helmets bear the Special Forces crest and crossed arrows, an American flag, and a unit insignia for the 160th Special Operations Aviation Regiment's Night Stalkers. I just I think this is a perfect uniform too to wear when Navy is going to do what it does and be and be a little bit more colorful. Mm-hmm. This is a good clash of two uniforms on the field. So if they coordinated for that, as I would uh, you know really expect the military community to do, uh, yeah, I like that uniform. If I had to rank them, I'd say helmet goes to Navy. Overall uniform goes to Army. If you're looking for little things on either uniform, and every year there is more than meets the eye, you have to look very closely. It doesn't always show up on television, but it's worth noting here. On top of each, for the Army, if you look at the cleats, on top of each boot is a Pentagon-shaped logo with the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center in red, white, and blue. Navy's uniforms uh, will have... Uh, uh, well, actually, they have little nuggets as well that they're, they're they're waiting to reveal on actual game day. So there'll be some sort of thing. They're not willing to talk about it here in the article that I looked up. So Yeah, I don't agree with uh, T. Lamar over there who says that Army's uniform is no good. You're wrong, T. Lamar, on Twitter. You're wrong. <laughs> I, uh... I don't know. I like the... Uh... Alright, so what do you think? You let me, you know, judge these things. I think Army's uniform is better. Navy's helmet is sharp. Navy's helmet is really sharp. I like Army's uniforms better. Um, I think it's good. I like it. I like it. I, the, the, if you go back, if you type into images, if you want to do that, that you can go back and find the, the differences in the uniforms over the last like 20 years, and both have done better than this. Both have had previous years where you went, oh, my goodness. What was the year we were both just stunned um, was it the camouflage unis? They, I mean, 
it's hard to know. Uh, the black and red. The last were five years, unbelievable. It's when it, it's been within the last five years that we had that game where you go, oh my god. I think it was the Blue Angels uniform against the Army that year, whatever it was. Yeah, the but, Navy had one one year where I went, well, that you can't beat that. What are you gonna do? Tip of the cap. And then one year the Army did it, and you're like, oh my goodness, that is a game changer. Going back a ways now, uh, but in, in particular this uniform, I'm gonna go with Army. I like it. I just, again, I, I like what those two are going to look like together on the field. That's a big deal because if you've got too much gold going on or, you know what I mean? Oh, where, I remember. Where, Go ahead. Where it doesn't look like that they coordinated together. This is, you've got the, the flashy uniform goes to Navy, the understated goes to Army. I'm more of an understated guy typically, so I can't wait for this game to kick off. They released a video. I'll, I remember this now, and I remember seeing it online. It was back in, I think, 2016 when Navy had the anchor on the helmet. With the yellow, with the oh, buddy, I remember being angry because we're both army guys, and those navy uniforms. I remember going, "Well, that is that's as good as any uniform we've ever seen in the rivalry." Well, I'm biased because my dad was 101st Airborne. Right. That's the the screaming eagle. You got to play with that more. I mean, they have honored the 82nd, the 101st. They, I mean, they go they, up and they, down yeah, the line. They do it all the time. But yeah. the screaming eagle would be where I live because you know you got the anchor for the navy. That's just a great thing to fall back on. No pun intended. Uh, but army's got. Fewer, I think, toys to work with in, in terms of, you know, dressing up uniforms. The the one that they did with the first cavalry though on the helmet was yes. incredible. Oh, that was Remember that? that was the, that two years ago? That was unreal. That was uh, pull it up. I just saw that image. That was yeah, it was two years ago. There we go. All right, that was badass actually. All right, let's beat the hell out of Navy. Let's go. All right, come back, wrap it up momentarily. We both side with Army, but we were always going to. <laughs> The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the WarChant.com Multimedia Network. Check out WarChant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's WarChant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. All right, we'll give you a game before we head out for the night. We always like to do that if I can find my... Well, we'll get to the the major read in a second, uh, but we do need to uh, remind you to go see our friends. I may be seeing them sooner rather than later. I mentioned it on yesterday's show, T-Spark Construction, Roofing and Construction, I should say, uh, as going to maybe do some remodeling of the bathroom there and maybe extend uh, the home a little bit there. So you, you, you've got time, but uh, I have time, but I'm going to do it. While many other roofing companies hire out subcontractors to do their work for them, T-Spark Enterprises, they hire employees, and that's because they value the immense benefits that come with having a trusted, reliable, and highly trained crew that can be held to high standards, the high standards that T-Spark is known for, experts in their craft with pride in their work. That is the T-Spark difference. T-Spark, the best in town. Give them a call today, 766 766- one three four zero. Get a free quote online at tsparkconstruction.com. All right, Tom. So you and I are going to take a look here, take a little gander. You said that you're starting to feel better and better these days about um, offering up perhaps a few more of the uh, the hockey wagers. What uh, do you know? When football dies down, there's a little bit more time to get have, locked in a little bit. Yeah, educated yeah. ideas. Now they don't always work, but that's gambling. Well, that is gambling. That's, that's I like to bring that up. Um, I, I might have a Canadian football league game for you that I feel good about, Tom. No, you don't. I do. Really? Yeah, I do. Through through what power rating system? Your own? No, not my own. I did not power rate the Canadian football league. If I did, you need to have me committed 
and or celebrate. So that's the line. I could draw the line there. Canadian probably, football. probably. Or you could celebrate me if I had done that. You could say that is that's truly special. You are committed to the game, sir. Can I brag for just a moment, mm. please? Mm-hmm. Um, I had so I four NHL futures total points for the season over unders, and one of them is. I mean, it's almost going to be eliminated and done in my favor in about a month. Montreal Glorious. preseason, yeah. the NHL set the over-under, and they were in the Stanley Cup final last year, as some might recall. They lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning in five games. Montreal had an over-under set at 89.5 points for the season. And you went, Which, what? they were a disaster of a team. They lost their goaltender in the offseason. I mean, just a whole bunch of things where I thought that's an easy under. They're on pace for how many points, you want to guess? Oh, uh, 60. 45. Woo! That's hard to do in hockey. They're on pace for 45 yeah. points. We broke them. Yeah, that's correct. Broke them. 89 and a half to 45. I should have put the whole farm on it. you got to have the courage of your convictions. <laughs> North Florida Payroll Services, locally owned for nearly 15 years, offering payroll and HR services, including full online applicant onboarding and integration into payroll. Save your company money and headaches today. Head to NorthFloridaPayroll.com. But <laughs> Hey, Big Daddy, having some red rushes tonight? We'll know in about 47 seconds. Into an open wing. It's picked up by Dowdy, an empty net. He scores. Hot damn. Big Daddy's done it again. Red Russians all around, Teddy. All right, Big Daddy. I got one, and I'm going to go first. Very well. It may. It is your show, after all. It may uh, usurp what it is you're trying to do. We'll see. Uh, red Russians specifically on the line here tonight as we'll take the Rangers on the money line plus 150 to take out the Avalanche. Yeah, I was looking at that game. <laughs> so last night they're 2-2 two to two with Chicago in the third period. You know that Rangers, the New York Rangers, yes, sir, yes. have the highest points percentage in hockey. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. They haven't been good since Marty St. Louis was a traitor six years ago. I took them. There you go. Good we play. Both, uh, you and me, that's a double down. That is. It's a double down, everybody. Well, we're having a double of the red and the Russian. All right. What do you got? Uh, and the uh, the second one, I'd say, is Boston, minus a goal and a half on the road in Vancouver. Not you a good like Canucks it. team. You like it. It is a plus 160 proposition. That's the reason I like it is because of the value. Yeah, yeah. Definitely going for the value. I'm going to give you another one, um, and this is what I was telling you before the break, and uh, I, I, I'm a man of my word. Take the uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers, lay the three against the Hamilton Tiger Cats. I like the Winnipeg Blue Bombers laying the three against the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Okay. And I'm serious about it. Uh, I, yes, it's I see a, it in your a, face. It's a game yes. that I've bet. You knew the names of the teams. Mm-hmm. That's how I know it's serious. Yeah. The Blue Bombers. There's value in that there, Canadian Football League, Tom. They play football, too. Some teams are good, some teams are bad. Yes, they do. I hope they play football. You gotta, you Otherwise, gotta. It would be a Ponzi. You gotta game. judge it. You gotta take a good look at it. You gotta see whether or not you got a side you're feeling good about. You remember a while back, I took the Dolphins somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, ten to one, or I think it's down to eight to one now to make the playoffs. Yeah, I still think they've got to climb over six teams yeah. to get in. Well, this I'm going to do this because my man <laughs> is a loyal listener, Tom. If you're listening, I know how much you're going to love this. If you want another value bet, Tom, we're taking value here. Let's take the Bills plus 330 to miss the playoffs entirely. Oh, my. Collapsing. Big game for them on Sunday down in Tampa. Mm, yeah, when they lose that one, trains off the tracks. Mm. Here come the Dolphins. <laughs> but Miami Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. has to climb over. Indy. 
Cincinnati. Let's go the Dolphins. Whole, the whole AFC West. It's about Buffalo. value. It's about value. That's true. And I got That's it true. originally at twelve to one to make the playoffs after they started so poorly. A uh, couple wins in a row at the time. I went, hmm, I've seen this before with Flores. And then they started to get some decently consistent play out of Tua, who's never going to be great. But they got him to play better, and their defense started to show up. And I went, okay, all right, let's see here. And then they got a couple wins in there, even an upset win. Next thing you know, rolling on Big River. Here we go. They believe. They believe. Did the Bills? Uh, we'll find out on Sunday. That's a, that's a weird loss and a tough loss. Short week go down at Tampa. The weather's going to be much better for them temperature-wise. We'll have to freeze their butts off. But, yeah, we'll see. The Bucks should be waiting for them. I would think we prepped for that game last week. I would we hope. need to do anything special for Atlanta. I would hope. Yep. Winnipeg minus three. Rangers plus 150 on the money line against the Avalanche. And what was your third? Uh, the third was Boston minus a goal and a half. That's a plus 160 proposition. Boston's the better team. So you got to give away. We, uh, looking for the empty netter is what you're looking for. Man, i got to tell you, we really came through with flying colors at the end of the show today. What a Balls McWednesday. I mean, think about today's show. I, I got us a, a, a stud receiver, brought him back, got him on campus, got him committed, gave him some of the honey fried chicken he yeah. celebrated with his fellow Knowles. You broke the news that uh, Max Johnson is also here? Well, I didn't, like say, on I didn't say that Max was here on campus, but I did speak it into being in terms of him hitting the transfer portal along with his brother. That is a, a wonderful one-two punch. I got to tell you, it's been a banner day on the Jeff Cameron Show, breaking news, getting commitments, doing all we can for Florida State University at a time that they desperately need to get this roster flipped and the competition has only heated up, and now we give you three wagers on a Wednesday night? Now all that's left is to correct the garnet, and that's one day going to be fixed. The other thing that's left to do is for you guys to swing by District 850 to drop off your gifts for the children of the Guardian Ad Litem. They need your help this Christmas, as they always do. And we'll help some kid who wouldn't otherwise get a gift get one because of your kindness and because of our efforts with the Guardian Ad Litem, who are uh, a, a wonderful organization. So we look forward to it. It's all for the bowling tournament. Again, if you missed it earlier in the show, that's why I'm reiter- reiterating it now. If you have a gift, let's say you buy a bike for somebody or something like that, you can swing by District 850. They know that you're bringing it by. Thank you to those folks who have signed up at radio at warchant.com already. We've gotten your emails. We've responded to you if you did so as of two days ago. We'll take a look at it again today. And uh, to our friend in Nashville who reached out about how to help, we're going to respond to you and give you some details as well. But radio at warchant.com, if you're local and you've got a full team of four ready to go, is where you want to go to sign up for this event on Monday the 20th of this month. One more time to you, Lizzie. Radio at Warchant.com. Radio at Warchant.com. Get your team in there, teams of four, and uh, we've got 16 lanes, teams of four. So Hey, there's going to be service, too. You're going to have, uh, like, food and drinks. That's right. you got a waitress coming to you or a waiter coming to you. That's Either right. Way. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Good job, Matthew. Good job, Tom. Thanks, everybody. Peace. Peace.